being black is stressful, but inner peace is real. We're creating safe space for real talk about black stress and how we manage it. We do it because we love ourselves. We do it because we love you. And we do it because we love being black. Hey, welcome to Mindfulness for the Culture. Hey, 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 man. <laughs> I get into that intro every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Woo. Sonia Russell, y'all, co-founder and CEO of Special Sauce. King David Walker here, co-founder and chief strategy officer of Special Sauce. And this is, of course, our podcast. And we are outside. It is a beautiful day Ooh, in y'all. Oakland, California, y'all. A beautiful, beautiful day. Well, let me tell y'all, Sonya, uh, we, so we do our podcast in Sonya's backyard. Because as we mentioned, we are embracing the noise of life. But when I tell y'all, this backyard is so dope. <laughs> there is so much <laughs> life back here. Hummingbird feeders, lemon trees, birds, right, birds doing their thing. Pump, well, what's this? What is this? Uh, loquat <laughs> trees and persimmon trees. Just all kind of goodness out here. Thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you for this, Sonny, because this allows us to really be in a, in a, in a cool and chill spot when we're, do, when we're doing our podcast. Right, 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 right. Yes, my backyard has a beautiful biodiversity. There we go. You summed all yes. that up real nice. Exactly. <laughs> Next it also has some critters that I did not want, just for the record, because I do live in Oakland, California. I don't live in the hood, but I am hood adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and hood adjacent is real. It's good to kind of step on in and hop on out. Just, you know, just and be sure reminded. Enough. Be reminded. Sure enough. Stay reminded and be of and with the people. That's right. That's right. So, family, we're talking about Nguzo Saba. Uh, as we mentioned before, the Mindful You app is based on three sets of guiding principles. We've talked about the seven principles of mindfulness. Uh, we have the principles of Nguzo Saba, and then the next time you hear from us, we'll be talking about the principles of Ma'at. Uh, but today, we are talking about the principles of Nguzo Saba, also known as the principles that we celebrate at the time of Kwanzaa, yep. which happens at the end of December for any of you who may not celebrate or may not know. Right. So, the principles of Nguzo Saba. The principles of Nguzo Saba are... Unity Emoja, strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Self-determination, or Kujichagalia, is to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Collective work and responsibility, which we'll talk a little bit more about later, Ujima, is to build and maintain our community together. We will make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and work to solve them together. Cooperative economics, or Ujamaa, is to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Purpose, Nia, is to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional Greatness. I love that. Mm-hmm. Creativity or kumba is to always do as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Mm-hmm. And the last one is faith, Imani, 
is to believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Come on, on in. Come on in, Buzo Saba. Amen. Bring it. And this is how black Thank folk you, Dr. have been. Thank you, Dr. Yes. Yes. Black folk been mindful. Yes. Been <laughs> mindful. Ah, and that's why we're been here, for that reminder. Mindful. For that reminder. So, principles of Nguzo Saba. Yes. What comes up? Yes. Uh, so, you know, we're always working out relating these principles, not just, it was important for us not to just be talking about Nguzo Saba at the time of Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. right? But to have it as a life principle. Uh, and so we're sort of leaning into these ideas and we were talking about collective work and responsibility, mm-hmm. build and maintain our community together. We will make our brothers and sisters problems, our problems and work to solve them together. So mm. I just came back from a trip. The last of summer, my baby just started school fourth grade lord have mercy so we went on a trip to go visit family we had family in uh, michigan i'm very grateful to be from my family and i'm very very grateful to live in california (laughs) Mm -hmm. amen (laughs) Uh, but of the of my generation of kids it was myself my cousin deidre and my cousin kelly Uh, kelly is no longer with us in this life Uh, my cousin deidre uh, lives in I forget where where does she live now? Oh Lord, forgive me, Deidre, if you're listening in. <laughs> I don't remember where you live right now. Uh, but so it was a time of coming the family together because of the generation I am presently the oldest, and for me it was important to have the conversation with family about what their end of life wishes mm-hmm. are, and to want to, <clears throat> you know, it's an inter- it's an interesting thing with Black folks. It's a hard conversation to have. Right, like we all know that a hundred percent of people die, right? Facts. Like that's <laughs> <Facts>. <laughs> and yeah. the struggle it is to have that conversation to be able to see past the inevitable. Right, right. Uh, is is considerable for a lot of families. Uh, my family is no exception to that. My so I have some older family that I wanted to make sure that I knew what their wishes were, mm-hmm. right? So then when we when they go on beyond this life and there are folks that are grieving for them and so much stuff happens when we're in grief, ooh, we do. <laughs> ooh. Dude, behaviors are interesting, interesting when we're in grief. And so I wanted to make sure that the stuff is written down. Then I, now I'm here to say I know that writing stuff down doesn't absolve us from the insanity that could ensue. (laughs) However, (laughs) having it written down is real, right? And really being able to lean into the importance. And so having the conversation with them to say, this is important for me. It's important for me that you are honored Mm. in your passing. It's important to me that with whatever belongings you have, whatever you want, to happen to those things that that happens to the best of my ability and I really wanted to lean into that and for me that really feels like that collective responsibility mm. of my family I'm the only one that lived I live the furthest from my family of everybody I live the <laughs> furthest away um, and at this point in my life I am also probably the most stable uh, and mm-hmm. you know 
the badasses, just for the record. Just keeping it real. I know that's right. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, so I feel like that sort of is how that shows up for me, mm-hmm. that collective uh, work and responsibility. I'm going to tell you what, if I may, um, what, I, what I love about your ex- the experience that you're sharing with collective work and responsibility is the responsibility that you personally took or yeah, in the conversation to reframe what it looked like to do that planning. Your reframe was, I want to make sure that I honor you and that's important to me. Absolutely. There was a, you came in from a place of authentically wanting to share with your loved ones that you're, you can, you basically, I love you. Yes. And, um, you being honored is important to me. So please offer me what I need to make that happen. Yes. You, you made the decision to reframe that conversation that way so that folk could, would be more receptive. Yes. So that's what I, I love. I love that there's the collective work and responsibility, but within that there's individual work that must always be taking place. Uh, individual work, hundred percent. Right? So I, let's be clear. Sometimes I want to be like, I don't care what none of y'all are doing. All of y'all on the streets. But no, that's not. That's not. That's not. That's not the way to honor. That's not the way to honor Nobody. the legacy of my of my aunt and my great aunt and my grandmother, mm-hmm. my mother. Mm-hmm. That's just a way for me to be mad at my family for doing whatever they're doing. <laughs> well, I'm gonna take a moment to also share from. The space of, it was interesting that Sonny and I both aligned on collective work and responsibility as the one that speaks up and speaks out. And the one, honestly, that's related to transition. Like my grandmother literally transitioned on Sunday. A beautiful, powerful energy, strong, courageous and bold and just bigger than life. And... So I'm actually going through my own grieving process, right? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful process. My grandmother and I, I had a beautiful uh, experience with each other as adults, and I'm excited about her experience into the universe as really being illimitable right now, right? I'm, sure. I'm excited about what our relationship can be now with her access to all this wisdom that's in the infinite. So, but they're still grieving, that happens. Yeah. And what comes up for me around collective work and responsibility is that the community has stepped up and really wrapped its arms around me. I'll speak from my own personal experience. The communities that I'm a part of have really rallied around me and just shown an outpouring of support and love and thoughtfulness. And, you know, on this journey around mindfulness, the individual work for me has been being able to receive all of that. Mm-hmm. And working, you know, continually working to get to a place where I'm receptive of everything that I send out. Mm-hmm. I'm honoring now that this is a this is just this is a reflection of the love that I that I put out because I I love people and I'm getting that love back during a time that's really supporting the grace and ease of my grief process yeah. and I'm so grateful and thankful because all of us like you said all of us death is inevitable which means that all of us have experienced what it means to lose a loved one to transitioning. Right. And that level of empathy and compassion and sympathy shows up as love and support. Because, yes. You know, and, I, and that's what I have been experiencing. And I've been actually watching that experience on social media uh, for, for other folk in my family, you know, who were, who were grieving my, my grandmother's transition. Mm-hmm. So I'm experiencing it on a personal level, and I get to witness my family experience it as well. And I just want to just say thank you to everyone 
on behalf of my family uh, for the love that's been shown from the loss of my grandma Hattie Mae Tracy, um, whose legacy lives on strongly through each and every one of us. Um, and I'm able to stand in that power and, and, and celebrate her life with such grace and ease because one of the reasons is because the way folk have stepped up and leaned in and shown their love and support, like genuinely, and the, I, the energy of it all feels, it feels very compassionate and loving. And I appreciate I that. that, and I'm grateful. I love that. Yes, I <laughs> so love collective that. work and responsibility, mm-hmm. again, is to build and maintain our community together, like togetherness. We will make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and work to solve them together. And folk are offering what they can offer right now. It's just that compassion and that love. And that's, right, right. And that's more than enough. Right. So I'm grateful. So good. <laughs> that's so good. Man. I appreciate that. You know, so in general, this, man, this, the building of this company, of this app, has, I think I've said before, and as we talk about how we're going to grow and how we're going to reach and what we're going to do to deeply and profoundly affect the lives of black folks through mindfulness focused on stress reduction and how we're going to do all of those things really leads into being about purpose mm-hmm. right leans into nia mm-hmm. to make our collective vocation the building and development <laughs> of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. That like sounds this. very familiar to yes. It sounds very, very, very familiar to something we know well, what we're doing. Yes, yes. And I really, I appreciate so much the opportunity to lean hard into this work. Like just be all in, both feet, everything. Mm-hmm. There's not a spot where mindfulness and our opportunity to to transform our lives isn't being shown, isn't present right before us. And so this work, the work that we're committed to of being for and about our people, not to be, not to exclude anybody else, but to really be about our people, to be about who we are and why we're here and how long we've been <laughs> in a place of being mindful just so that we can live and and be our best selves and this work feels this work is purpose right, right here it's right here divine life purpose yeah. divine life purpose i've you know i'm going to read the definition of, of nia and purpose real quick mm-hmm. um to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community this next part is really important. In order to restore. If we were restoring something, we know it's always been there. That's right. It never left. It's been there. That's right. To restore our people to our traditional greatness. That's right. There is greatness that flows through our bodies and it shows up as we are living our best lives. And there's work for us to do collectively, Ujima. Right to ensure that that happens, that, 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 the, that the space is created for that work to happen, to ex, for, the, for that greatness to really be expressed and realized. And stress gets in the way. Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Stress gets in the way, which yeah. is what makes this divine life purpose even more juicy is we get to, we have the great opportunity and the great purpose of creating the space 
for that type of life shift through stress reduction Absolutely. and healing justice. Absolutely. Removing all those cobwebs to reveal the greatness that is just always waiting to express. Always. Always. <laughs> always. And this is a, it's blowing my mind that this is a principle of Nguzo Saba that is supporting us today and perpetuating that greatness. Does that make sense? Yes. Like come on. this principle that is. Dr. Kringa knew. He knew. <laughs> You know, well, just knew yes. and that, that 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 there would come an opportunity for the principle to be used and to be made and to be made into form and to demonstration and manifestation for this case mm-hmm. in the form of the app. Our app, Mindful You. That's right. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's I just look, I, I I literally like working Saying yes to this divine life purpose and mission is blessing me in so in so many ways, and I'm so grateful because I get to be present in my life. Right. It is an imperative that I am in present in my life to really be able to live and walk the talk. Come on. Okay. And this this app is a great. I, this is the first time it's come up to me this way as we're talking about it. This app opportunity is a great accountability, uh, self-accountability kind of para- not parameter, but um, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it, but it's a it's something that helps hold me accountable. That's right. Uh, to my own to my to my commitment to myself, my make right. my promise to myself of of uh, continually being getting and being a better a better human being. And I and I, with mindful you, I don't have to. I'm not come. I, this is not work. <laughs> like it's not in the traditional sense of. I, it's that like, life integration. Up, I tell that, it's that life it. integration. It's Ooh. that I'm in it because because I love it. Because it's about my life. Because I can only see my best life and the best lives of all the people surrounding me on the other side of it. Can you share more about just in case folk have not? Because you've mentioned or we've mentioned this this concept of an interconnected life with with Frazier mm-hmm. and fully integrated fully fully integrated life yeah please share more about that just so that folk have a, a baseline understanding of what you mean by that you know it's interesting to feel as though you have to be different people in different places now that's not to say that there isn't behavior that's appropriate in your house that's not appropriate in the street we have all of those guidelines in life but there was something about my life doing motherhood and ministry and then also doing event planner high tech events i helped plan the event where the palm five was first launched so that was a really 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 long time ago um so all of those but it always felt like i was sort of plucking myself out of my life and going to do these events not to say that i wasn't myself during that time but it really felt like a separate thing. This feels like every part of my life is really everything I'm looking into, everywhere I want to be, everything that's important to me, everything that brings me joy, all of it is is now intertwined in a way that allows me to feel more balanced, to feel there's more harmony in my life, to feel that I have more control to 
make me feel more powerful, all of the things because I spend, I don't have to take myself out of my practice. Like my life is always practice. And it's been a blessing quite mm. frankly. Yeah. So bringing it back to the principle of, of Nguzo Saba, how do you see fully integrated life and purpose working together? That's a good question. So I would say that, I mean, the, my, the fully integrated life is living in my purpose. There. Like that, that is, that is my, it, sort of the goal of, of really leaning into our purpose is to, for it to be about our lives, to be about what we're here to do. And I know people get into this big idea of how big purpose needs to be, but you know, purpose is, is just what your what my heart is being called to do. It's what mm. anyone's heart is being called to do. Um, so, And I yeah. love that you shared that because for me, yes to everything that you said. And for me, that call, going back to the definition of purpose, is that traditional greatness. That call comes right. from that traditional greatness because great don't want to always be great. That's right. <laughs> you know what great I'm saying? Always be great. <laughs> so, That's right. So that, that, is, that is the natural state of being. Right. And being open to purpose and saying yes to purpose is what gives that traditional greatness its channel to work through. That's right. That's right. And I'm and I'm great I'm grateful for that. So we've lifted up collective work and responsibility, Ujima, which is to build and maintain our community together. We make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and we work to solve them together. And we leaned into Nia to make our collective vocation, the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. And that was purpose, also known as Nia. That's right. Yo, these are these this, 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 these are the principles that Mindful You is built upon. That's right. The content that's inside the app, the practice opportunities that are yes. inside the app, the learn opportunities that are in the app are based on these principles of Nguzo Saba. And again, the seven principles of mindfulness and the, the principles, principles of, of Ma'at. Which is what we will talk about the next time you hear from us. Mm. That's a good time. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good time. And I'm excited about what experience life is going to offer? Because I know every time we every time we open our mouths and say what we're going to talk about, I know for me, life gives me an opportunity immediately yes. to lean into one of those principles in a way yes. that's so present, that I'm so present with. Yes. <laughs> so I'm excited about what, that, what that's going to be, and I'm expecting it to be a good one. Good stuff. Well, family, we love ourselves. We love y'all. And we love being black. Mm, this my- has been Mindfulness for the Culture. And we're grateful.